Welcome, welcome. You're listening to our podcast, Two Massage Therapists and a Microphone. My name is Mark. I'm a registered massage therapist, registered kinesiologist here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And it's another Friday night. We don't have four grown adults hanging out on a king-size bed. We've got three, and we've got a voyeur in the corner. It's kind of... <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm a little uncomfortable, but um, I can make this work, I guess. So there's uh, three of us hanging out. Amanda and uh, are we using your name on this? You are. And Tabitha, she's got a glass of wine going on. Amanda, you look empty handed. Nope. There we go. And uh, we are going to drop a recording for you guys. Amanda and Tabitha did something really cool, something that I would never do um, the other day. You guys did like a float tank or something, right? Yep, that's what we did. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda. And um, yeah, I got an invitation to do a free uh, float, uh, like a sensory deprivation float in a tank filled with 900 pounds of Epsom salts in water. Doesn't sound fun. And uh, my initial instinct was to invite Mark to come along and try it out with me because it was no. for myself and a guest. No way. And um, as he said, he would never in a million trillion years do something ridiculous like that. So I... have I, reasons for not wanting to do something <laughs> Well, like yeah, that. We'll, get, we'll get to that. I invited uh, Tabitha, who's actually my cousin slash BFF slash other half of my brain because Aww. we've uh, we've been attached to the hip since I was born and you were nine months old from the get-go a little little older than me just a little just a little (laughs) bit and anyway so I invited Tabitha to go floating with me and I'm actually surprised that she came along because uh, her and Mark although they fight like brother and sister have a lot of similarities and I never thought in a million years that she would go into a tank with no lights and no sound and float for an hour. Darkness. But she did. I did. I really did. Tabitha, thanks for hanging out on our bed tonight. What did you think of the float? Well, first of all, you approached me with, I have something free, and who doesn't <laughs> like free? Um, and then you were, you were talking about H2O floats, which I've always wanted to do um, because I thought, you know, hot water, hot tubs. I absolutely love hot tubs. Um, and then I looked into H2O floats. And wait, 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 wait. Why do you love hot tubs? I love them. Just Tell heat is hot. I just love soaking <laughs> in a hot, hot. <laughs> a hot tub. Anything hot. The hotter, so the better. Like, do you like saunas? Love saunas. Steam rooms? Steam rooms. Okay, I get the Love idea. it. Again, as long as I can get out. Um, so when I looked into H2O floats, I realized at first I thought it was just a hot tub, a salt hot tub that you float in. And then I realized it was more like a water casket. <laughs> so it closes you into a little capsule. And then that's where I was hesitant. Cause that's why like I was you, really surprised that you came because I know your claustrophobia is I real. Am. Like, it I mean, is. I'm, I'm claustrophobic. I definitely don't like confined spaces. And I, I think anybody who does like small spaces, like is a bit of a psychopath. How, how could anybody like that? I don't know. I don't like small spaces. Right. I don't, so I definitely. think claustrophobia is a totally back. normal thing. It's not that I don't like small spaces. I don't like not having control. And most small spaces, you don't have much control in. So right. when I'm in an elevator, I have no fucking control. See, I feel the same way about elevators. I hate yeah. them. Mark had, I have to to do, Mark had to do an MRI recently, and uh, I don't even know how you made it through that. I didn't. It was it was a disaster to start with. The guy gives you the button to hold, and I'm like, okay, let's test this out. He's like, oh, can you stop pressing it? I'm like, no, we need to test it. So I'm lying down, and they're about to really, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait one second. Like, how fast can you come in once I test this out? Like, you can get in here really fast. He's like, dude, just relax a little bit, and I kind of freaked out. And he wants to strap my head down. I'm like, no, you're definitely not strapping my head down. Tapped out. And then he's like, okay, well, let's put on the headphones. So that way you don't have to hear all the sounds. I'm like, nope, I'll take the sounds and damage my ears. You're not putting that on my head. 
I can't do it. Yeah. That's not why I didn't want to do a float tank. I got a whole, like I said, a whole. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that because I need, I need Mark to explain that. Him and I had a very interesting discussion about this, but I want to hear about your experience before we get into that. Because yeah, I do want to hear his. It's sure. uh, it's pretty crazy. But before I actually I was, get Tabitha... I was stoned when we were talking about <laughs> That's that. Though, true. So. That's before I actually get Tabitha to talk about her experience, I'm going to tell people listening, if you've never heard of floating before, what it is. So this is straight off of um, the website of the place we went to. It says, floating is an amazing experience that allows you to de-stress and recharge. To float, you simply enter the specialized chamber, or as Tabitha called it, uh, water casket, and lie down in the water. The water in each float uh, tank contains 800 pounds, sorry, I said 900, of magnesium-rich Epsom salts. This dense solution allows you to float effortlessly to the top. They're completely lightproof, soundproof, and odorless. You can't feel the water because it's heated to the exact temperature of your skin. So this environment puts your body into a state of profound relaxation. So it's basically zero gravity. You have no external stimulation. And the idea of these tanks is to completely relax, de-stress, and clear your mind. Is that what you got out of it? Oh, I definitely did not get that. <laughs> um, but again, it wasn't again claustrophobia. First of all, I was terrified. I walked in, much like you remember. He explained everything. He shows you it. I was prepared, like I said, for a water casket, and it would. It was an actual a door. You open the door. There was little stairs in. Yeah, it looked bigger than I thought. And we did do the one the upgrade. Right. So. We we had a, a tank that specifically. It's not the traditional um, float tanks. This the one that we were in was specifically for people who were new to floating or had claustrophobia. Exactly. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What do you wear? Nothing. What do you wear? Yeah, nothing. Did they want you to go floating naked in salt you water? You have the option. Um, that the other invitation, people float in. What? <laughs> it's it's cleaned between each Who's floater, asking? and you okay. hear the filter filtration system going but although my mind went there yeah she's gonna talk about that definitely (laughs) so actually yeah why don't you take mark through from the minute we walk through the doors and what we did okay so we walk in very spa-like automatically i felt comfortable like rub and tug spa-like i mean i haven't been to one so i can't i can't say but you probably could i went to about 50 (laughs) (laughs) i did i heard your podcast um but so we walk in and again it's very tranquil the music it looked very clean which is what you want when you're about to get naked and get in a tub that other naked people have been in so it felt very clean like they cleaned it after um the music going they played an intro video automatically the intro video, and I don't know if it did this for you, Amanda, but automatically I felt a little bit more at ease. I felt more nervous, actually. I was totally cool going in there and then watching the video. I don't know why it was like these instructions made it seem like super serious okay you know? actually yes the wine there was the too button many instructions thing. the yeah. button thing like, <laughs> if you accidentally press this someone will come running in yeah, yeah i was yeah. thinking yeah no okay i do other than that just like watching the people float they had the music going i was coming from a very stressful day at the office my mind was wound already so the video itself made me feel a little bit more comfortable and then as he did a little tour throughout the um place 
again, your help. it definitely helped. Yeah. And he's yeah. showing where everything is. Everything looks so clean. Again, the music's going, the lighting is all set for a very relaxing environment. Um, and then he took us into our individual floats, explained everything. Here's shower before, here's everything that you need. Then he opens the door, explains a little bit about the lighting. Again, the button thing, I was a little bit nervous because he said it goes pitch black. And I'm like, how am I finding this button right. if it's pitch black to get there's, out? Yeah, or... so there's um there's a button, a red button that's basically an emergency stop. Like if you're freaking out, if you're like, I, I need help, whatever it is, you press this button. But when you press the button, you are giving staff permission to come in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I think, that was... again, I think my mind was like they open up the float and there you are naked and you're like, oh my God. But really, I think it's just they, they'll come into the room. And I they think, knock, yeah, they yeah, knock on they the door. Yeah, they would knock and, make and sure check you're that okay. you're, yeah. you're okay or whichever, which again is reassuring, but the whole idea of finding the button in the pitch black. And then there was a lighting button. Anyways, the buttons freaked me out. Um, but then he goes in and when I looked inside and the lights were on and, and I looked at it, I automatically felt a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, so then he leaves you do. Like, and it did feel very nice and cozy when he was showing us the tank. Yeah. You and I actually both said like, it feels hot in yeah. there. And he said, no, 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 it won't feel hot when you're in it. You won't feel temperature. See, I wanted it hot. But so. it, that wasn't true for you, right? No, it definitely wasn't. Um, I did feel, again, the room temperature thing you were saying and I was kind of like listening to that because I didn't know it was supposed to be room temperature Mm -hmm. which makes a little bit more sense but um so anyways we go we separate and and I think they said you have 60 minutes and after the 60 minutes and an hour 60 minutes floating in the dark that's a long time yeah so but then he said after an hour lights come on I was a little confused again there's a lot of instructions I feel like round two would go better I definitely (laughs) felt like I had to prepare for it. So 60 minutes, the lights are going to come on. And then when the lights come on, you're going to hear a filtration system. I don't know. I just, the lights came on, I ran out, but that's the end. I'll get there in a second. (laughs) So he leaves, you lock the door, you shower off. And again, a little nervous. I'm thinking, okay, you're going in here nude. And and that's where Mark, that crossed my mind. Like how many naked people have been floating in here? How clean is this? And I know they say the salts and then the filtration system, but that was in the back of my head, but more so that I was getting into a closed small space and about to be in the dark. The lights stay on, I think, and the music, very calming music. Yeah, the the lights and the music stay on for the first 10 minutes. And the purpose of that is to let you Um, figure out how you want to float. So they give you like some suggestions of where to put your arms and how to position your body to be relaxed. And they say, play around with it while the lights are on. But then once you've settled on a position, stay there. Which I didn't do. Yeah. Which again, my brain, I'll get there. But how many people do this thing? Because to me, you don't understand how fucking crazy this sounds to me. Like this is a nut job thing. Like people go nuts in solitary confinement. Solitary confinement in, in the prison system is considered to be the most cruel motherfucking thing ever because people go crazy because they have nothing to do but sit there and be in their minds. And you two yahoos voluntarily <laughs> did. did this. It was free. And it trips me the hell out. Like, how is this place busy? I'm you know what? They How busy can it be? They're giving away It free. didn't seem busy to me, but I don't know. But well, again, I mean, we there, were the last there was a, But there, no, there was a client coming out when we arrived. There was a client coming in when oh, we were true. leaving. Um, so I mean, they obviously have some business. You guys are nuts. No, well, okay. I want to continue to hear about Tabitha's experience because then we can contrast it with mine yeah, because sure. I had some I had some. I think yours was different stuff. for sure. We, yeah, we had very different experiences, yeah. I think. Yeah. Anyway, so you, you now the... The 10 minutes are started. The lights are still I'm on. I'm in there. You're in there. I'm floating. I decided to take the neck pillow that you can wrap something around. They also, the ear, no, I'm here. One more 
stress for me was the whole the ear, earplugs. earplugs. Yeah. They're like, you either want this earplug or that earplug. And if then, your ear holes are really big, choose these. If your ear, I'm like, I don't know. Do I have fucking big I'm ear like, holes? I'm like, can someone measure my hole, <laughs> ear hole, please? Because I don't know which one to use. I know they're, anyways. I went with the ones that he said, he goes, the safer option, I think, were the silicone ones. See, I went, he said, I have like earbuds don't fit in my ears. So I went with the small hole. Well, what he said was the silicone ones will sort of like shape. <laughs> Mark. And and form to your ears, you but can't, you the can't other say one. Small in oh, <laughs> it's it's Friday on. night. It's Friday I'm night, and we're we're sitting we're on a bed drinking wine. Bed, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, small hole. The silicone ones were supposed to be the ones that were kind of universal. Yeah. Like they'll they'll form to your ear, and then the other ones, which I guess were the ones you chose, <laughs> certainly did. Were only if you had small ear holes. I didn't feel confident that my ear holes were small, so I went with the silicone. <laughs> I'm actually I'm believing maybe my ear holes are bigger than I thought because <laughs> I was in only there only in there for a short period of time and I felt the one becoming loose in my ear a little bit and then and then I all of a sudden had the stress of like that whole drop that we have to put in afterwards and I'm like why are we putting these drops in our ear I don't know if he explained that so then I'm thinking it's terrible if this comes out so again <laughs> my brain is going crazy already probably within the first five minutes but I did like the the start where the lights are on it looks like stars Blue, Very relaxing. So yeah. relaxing. And I, I feel like if it stayed like that, I could have handled it a little bit better. So then the 10 minutes are up. I believe it's 10. Is that it's what it 10 is? 10 minutes, yeah. And then slowly the music goes quiet. And then slowly the lights fade. And now you're in the dark. Pitch black. In the water casket. Um, which was bigger than I thought. So my claustrophobia at first I had, I felt like my heart feeling like it was going a little bit faster. I was like, okay, anxious feelings. I got those under control. I'm like, I'm fine. The door's there. I I floated around, felt the sides, felt the button. I I knew how to get out. Um, So that wasn't it. It was the whole thing before I got in, he said, you know, feel free to sleep. A lot of people sleep. And so I went in there with this mentality, like, okay, I, I'm going to go to bed because I'm sleep. tired. Yeah. <laughs> I just had a long day at the office. So so again, I get in there and then I'm feeling anxious. It's dark. And now my mind is going crazy. Much like, again, you were talking, Mark, like I'm in a small space. I'm thinking about my day. I'm thinking about all the things I have to do. Now I'm thinking about sleeping. And again, it was just one of those things where you're just alone with your thoughts, like you said, and like insanity kicked in and I could not quiet my brain. When you say insanity and when Mark says insanity, it actually means two different things. And like I said, we'll get to Mark's because the conversation we had, the places he thinks his mind would go in these float tanks and as I was trying to explain to him, I don't think that could happen. Oh, okay. Definitely think those things can happen. Okay, so maybe we're different, but I'm going <laughs> over the to-do list in my head. I'm going over what's on my day for tomorrow. Again, like I said- So it, you're just living in your normal mind. I'm just living in my normal, busy, right. and again, this is, I think I said this to you, but I feel like it could be very beneficial. I feel like if you have a busy mind, it's like one of those things, like, you know, the really crappy dishwashers that you have to pre-wash before you put your yeah, dishes in? Yeah, I have in? one. Yeah, exactly. One of those. I feel like if I pre-prepared my brain, like did something more calming, I went from like chaotic office to rushing in a car to get to this appointment. And then like, boom, you're supposed to be relaxed. Do you suffer from insomnia? I do have trouble sleeping. Yeah. So I do have a busy brain. What I was trying to explain to Mark is that I feel that the way that your brain would behave in these float tanks is no different than the way your brain is going to behave either while you're trying to fall asleep or when you're in like REM sleep or dreaming. Like, 
I don't think that your brain activity is going to be any different in the float tank than it would be sleeping. For sure. But he believes something else. I, I will get, I can't even get into it right now. It was the conversation I, I had with him last night. I want to hear was these like, crazy places that my you go brain in your was little exploding, tank. And that's why we wanted to have you to talk about this experience. Because You're making it sound like, like I, I don't think I said anything crazy. I don't know. I was pretty sure you had lost your mind. Okay. I'm just going to say, so all right, I, I might as well. I need to know. So the way, the way I see these types of things, I, I I don't claim to have any science behind anything I'm saying. So that's the first step. I'm just an idiot that's got a stupid thought, right? If you're going to shut off all your... Se- I th- I f- you ever hear those the idea that you only use so much percentage of your brain? Yes, 10% mm-hmm. of your brain. Cool. And I don't know. I just get the feeling that you're only supposed to be using so much percentage of your brain, right? That's just kind of the, w- the way it is. Everything else is just kind of subconscious, kind of behind a locked door, right? And I feel like that your ability to perceive things through your senses kind of keeps that door locked. And as soon as you start to take away some of these things, I feel like this door now can be opened really, really easily. I don't disagree with you, but I'll you continue. And then I think if you open that door, you can go down a path in, in, in your mind that you were not really meant to consciously go down. Okay, I feel like you're reenacting the movie Limitless. I've never seen <laughs> Limitless, Limitless, you've, Limitless. You've so you take Limitless. a pill and you open up every part of your brain Bradley before. Cooper. Cool, yes, yeah. yes, I remember that now. He God, can I do some Bradley pretty Cooper. awesome things. But I'm also thinking of it as, as, as a complete like negative side, too. Okay. Right, because like for all that good shit that oh, might you, be able to happen, you like the Matrix. That's the problem. But I don't think it has much to do with the Matrix. Anyway, I I don't disagree with you that when you're in that ultimate state of relaxation and you've cut off all your senses and you have the you know complete sensory deprivation, I don't disagree that yes, you can definitely tap into parts of your brain that maybe you normally couldn't. Being able to tap into your subconscious mind isn't something people can just do at will. I I don't disagree with you. What I was trying to explain to Mark after doing this float was that I don't think it would be any different than when you're you're dreaming and your subconscious mind is open. Messed up dreams though, right? But you do. But then when you wake up. Is it a permanent effect or do you just go back to normal life? You know, sometimes it affects me for a little bit. Not very That's long. That's exactly what I was saying. But sometimes I wear my dream for longer than I should. Okay. That's exactly so, what I was saying. But, and so you're just happy. You're, that's just a that's just a, that's just a dream and you're not even really kind of aware what's going on. But when you're in that think tank, you are so aware of what's going on. But that's that's what I was trying to say to you though. When you're so aware of what's going on, if you're starting to feel like, okay, there's like, all this shit happening and I don't like it, you can press a button. When you're dreaming, sometimes you can't wake yourself up. I mean, I used to suffer from sleep paralysis. That's a fucking scary thing. That is scary. And I could not wake myself up. I would be, sorry, actually, it was quite the opposite. I was awake, but my body wasn't yet. So I just, all I was trying to explain to him is I don't think there's any danger to these tanks that like you're going to open up or tap into some part of your brain yeah, okay, even if and you then even, like go crazy. Even like, if you he don't has go this that idea far. that you're going to go absolutely insane. Well, because I think you can, because even if you don't go that far, I mean, if you get into your mind and you probably subconsciously suppress a lot of shit that's in your mind and then when it has the ability to come out. Like, that's a whole other story. So, like, you're a fucking relatively normal person. Sorry, you're kind of normal. Thank what you. What if you're not, what if you're not normal, 
right? What if you do have just a fucked up mind with normal fucked up thoughts already, and then I'm only guessing the deeper parts of your mind are buried even more fucking deep seated weird shit. So are you just telling us like you're a really fucked up person? And no, I'm scared. <laughs> Saying we need to keep would, this in because right? crazy shit's coming. I would be scared to open up the gates that my normal senses allow to keep closed because my brain is too busy hearing sounds and processing them, seeing things and processing them, tasting shit, processing them, tactile sensibility. So all that stuff. When you, I, I, like I said, I don't got enough science behind it, but I feel like when you take that shit away then it just opens up a whole other field for play. Okay. So as I was saying to you, though, neither Tabitha or myself experienced a complete sensory deprivation. Oh, gosh, Temperature. No. Tabitha had a temperature issue. I did. Tell I, us about that. <laughs> again, like I said, though, I think it was a misunderstanding in the sense that when I heard about it, I was like, oh, hot tub with salt and you float. That sounds so relaxing. I didn't really, when you said sensory deprivation, when you first said that to me, I was like, what is that? Mm -hmm. I didn't actually hear. I've heard about H2O floats before. I don't know if that's a name brand of something else. I know we didn't go there, but I heard about that and you float in the tank and it has salt. So again, I thought like hot because hot to me is like relaxing, you know? Um, so that's what I was thinking. And then when we went in there, like the reality is, is you're floating. Parts of your body are out of the water. Mm -hmm. And again, it was room temperature, but there were times where I were like, if there so was not, a nice not little blanket. Temperature. They adjusted body to body temperature. Body temperature. Yeah. So, I mean... They adjust it to body temperature, but that's relative. I mean, obviously, how you... do they adjust it? Like, they don't know. My... No one took my temperature before. Well, I went this in. is what I mean. I do not run obviously... the same way you do. We know. I walk into your place and I feel automatically hot. In my place, I'm freezing at all times. So again, like, how do they really? Whose body temperature are they adjusting? Although, to? by the way, be... she's sitting here in pants and a sweater, and I'm wearing like capris and a tank top. Should I dress more appropriate <laughs> for the bedroom <laughs> podcast? Maybe they just adjust it to like your internal core temperature. That okay. So what they do is they adjust it to. Um, like average body temperature. What is that? Nine ninety six point or are we talking Celsius or Fahrenheit? So thirty seven Celsius roughly and whatever it is in Fahrenheit. I don't know. I think it's like thirty seven point hmm. five, something like that. Oh no, that's high. That's know. high. It's thirty six point two or something like that. And like I normal think, body temperature. I think that's a little low. I whatever, think it's closer to thirty seven. Anyway, we'll we'll figure that out. Maybe we should research I think before it's like we a record. Point five. No. Can we go back? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they adjust it to what normal body temperature is supposed to be because the idea is that you shouldn't feel hot or cold. You should just feel cold. perfectly cold. But you felt cold. I did. No, so again, not you're cold. not cold. I'm not... exaggerating. I felt chill. Right. Yeah. Well, you know what? According to Wikipedia, people, um, extended or forced sensory deprivation can result in extreme anxiety, hallucinations, bizarre thoughts, temporary um, senselessness, and depression. Temporary. Okay. I I didn't feel depressed when I left. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, <laughs> I all, that, that's, that's, all, that's a lot of fucking things that can fucking happen there. Yes, 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 it is. And that's probably but why we have to sign what, a waiver. We're talking about over <laughs> 60 minutes here, though. I'm pretty sure that's like solitary confinement like you were talking about. Right. Like, like 60 this is minutes just an is... hour of floating to clear your mind. I don't know, man. Which my mind was never cleared. No, and this is... And just for everyone listening, again, we were warned that it could take probably three times before yes. you actually, it's something that you have to learn because especially, I mean, I hate to pull the gender card, but honestly, like women, do your brains ever stop? Like literally never. My I am, brain does. My brain never stops. Mark's brain doesn't either though. No, Mark's a fucking freak of nature, but again, his we'll brain goes that. all the time. Too. <laughs> <So nice. laughs> it, it was not nice. 
I'll apologize for everyone listening. I apologize. Mark's not a freak of nature. He might be a woman, though. Oh, I have a dick. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> it's getting creepy here. We're in the bed, soft voices. Anyway, um, where was, what was I talking about? I just totally forgot. Because it got fucked weird me. for a second. Yeah, you got That's weird. Right. You fucked me up. Um, no, just about the busy mind. You were talking yeah, about the busy so brain. Yeah, so you're... My brain never turns off. Your brain never turns off. Mark's brain never turns off. Hey, voyeur in the corner, your brain ever turn off? No, not so much. (laughs) (laughs) It's people are busy. Stress is just, that's just the way we live right now. I mean, I've written blogs about this. This is just normal. Everybody has some form of stress. So the float tanks, the purpose behind them is to have an hour to kind of be with your thoughts. It's not even necessarily to stop the brain, but it's to stop everything coming in, stop the stimulation so you can maybe get some clarity. So for example, if you are like a super high powered executive, you could go in there and if there's something that's been sort of like a mental block for you and you can't figure shit out, you've got nothing else to do for an hour, but think and be with your thoughts. If you're like myself and Tabitha are just like, Hey, let's go relax. Yet our mind wandered to some fucking weird places. And at times it wasn't relaxing. Yeah, it it definitely just kept going. Wait, 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 what weird places did your mind go? I want to hear too. Mine didn't go weird places. I was doing my to-do list, (laughs) my task list for the next day. Um, I don't, I don't even remember. It was like, okay, so, okay, I guess we'll get into my experience then. Um, I was the same as you where I I went in a little bit nervous. I thought claustrophobia would be a problem until I actually saw the tank. The ceilings were very high. Mm-hmm. That's what I was worried about. It wasn't too. it wasn't the length of the tank, it wasn't the width of the tank. It was the ceiling height that I would not have been okay with, but the ceilings were very high and the water's quite shallow. Like you get in it was. and I thought it would be deeper. Yeah, the water's quite shallow. But again, because there's eight hundred pounds of Epsom salts in it, the minute you lay down, that was fucking cool. I was yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. It was like I got in, I didn't know what to expect. I sat down and the minute I kind of started to lay back, the water just whoop, like know. put me there. And I was Insta horizontal. Yeah. Insta instant, skinny. Instantly I'm like, I'm floating. so light. Yeah. So the zero gravity thing was kind of cool. Um it took me a really long time to figure out how to actually relax my body and just let myself float. Because instinctively, of course, you're trying to like make sure you're floating mm-hmm. and you're not going like to go pushing under the water. your arm down and bringing it back up. Me yeah. Too. So it, it took me some time to do that. Um, I had a, a, I have a kind of a funny story. Like I laugh at myself now. Um, when I first, when we first got in and we watched the video, they told us at least three times, don't touch your face. There's so much salt in this tank. Don't touch your face. You don't want the salt in your eyes. You don't want it in your nose. You don't want it in your mouth. Don't touch your face. So I knew, don't touch your face. They said, there's a towel hanging right outside of the door. If you want, you can bring it in with you. My intent was to bring it in. See, I don't remember him saying bring it in. I thought it was genius when I brought it in. I was like, why wouldn't anyone bring this in and the squirt bottle? they did tell us you could bring it in and the bottle. Um, So... When I got in, the instructions were take a shower because you want to make sure there's nothing on you. Like Filthy because other people are going to float in there too. Right. Let's be considerate, people. So I took the shower and then after the shower, um, I didn't dry off. So I didn't dry my face. So now I'm getting into this saltwater tank with like beads of water on my face. So within like a minute, I'm like, fuck, my face is itchy. I didn't bring the towel in. So 
I'm like, no problem. I'll just get up because there's a door right there. I'll get up. I'll get out. I'll get the towel. I'll come back in. We just like the lights just went off. No problem. Yeah. I sat up and I find the handle to the door and I'm pushing, oh. I'm pulling, I'm pushing, I'm pull- I start freaking out. Like my heart's going a million miles a minute. I think the door is locked and I can't get in or out. And I'm now I'm freaking out. So then I'm like, okay, wait, there's lights. I have to find the lights. And so now I'm like, I'm hitting the side of the tank. <laughs> See, like, I told loud. you. The button. I'm, I'm like, where the, the hell the is tank. the button? I find the light buttons. I turn the light button. Well, it turns out I wasn't actually opening the door. There was a handle to help you stand up. I was pushing and pulling the <laughs> handle to nothing. <laughs> so yeah, I was pushing and pulling the handle to nothing. Once I figured that out, I got out, I got the towel, I brought it in. And now I was like, okay, now I know where the door handle is. I know the door opens. So that anxiety is gone. The door opens. I can get out anytime I want. Now I know where the lights are and they turn on and they're very bright. Okay. That anxiety is gone. I also chose to bring the neck pillow in. So I'm like, okay, I can just chill. Everything's good. So I lay back, I turn the lights back out. And for some reason, I can't get comfortable. I'm very aware of like tension in the left side of my neck. And no matter how much breathing I'm doing, how like I'm adjusting my arms, I can't get rid of this tension in the left side of my neck. And I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden after maybe, I'm, you know what, I'm going to stop right here and say, I actually have no idea how much time it was. I had no fucking concept of time in there. That you know was, what? So did you feel like you were in there for longer? I felt like I was in there for fucking ever. I was and, wanting it to be over. Yeah, and that's, that, the, that's that was the thing. anxiety. And I think it's because it was our first time. That's yeah. why I'm saying I understand them saying it takes a few times to really get the hang of it. For sure. Because when I'm having an hour massage, I have an idea what an hour massage feels like. Well, you know because what I mean? that's because you have your senses are firing. When you when you when you have nothing when you have no stimuli coming in, you have no outside awareness. Like you have no clue. It's this still, is though, it was really it was nuts. really fucking weird that I had no concept of time. Like five minutes, seventeen minutes, thirty-two minutes. It was all the but same. Why I just think we no live idea. in a world but where why would you? that's just you... not a good feeling. I mean, again, maybe not not a good feeling. Some people probably like you're just that. not used to. You're that. just not used to yeah, never knowing no the time. Idea. Right? You have no point of reference for anything. You don't right. hear anything, so you don't know how long would if you hear a normal sound a door open or door close you have an idea of like how long that takes or a song right? <clears throat> exactly yeah. so when you shut all that shit off your ability to not perceive time to me that's already a fuck up right? yeah i had that's no... already that's already a mind fuck that you guys are just <laughs> playing it off like oh that's no big deal well what i was trying to say is i think after doing it a few times you you're prepared for that. Like you had said, if you had prepared yourself, for if sure. you had relaxed a little. So if you already know that this is going to feel like an eternity, it wouldn't have been scary that no, it and felt I, so I long, I don't right? think it would have felt like an eternity. Again, if you can allow, I mean, I get saying your brain to calm down. I know you use the example of like it can bring clarity and your brain can still right. go and it could still be relaxing. Um, but I think if you allow yourself to just be in that moment and again, not stressed about time and which is hard for some people, a lot harder. And again, with practice meditation, I remember back in theater school, like you got to do meditation. No one just meditates like on the spot. Well, not naturally. A lot of people have to practice again. I feel like they had that room um, where you have a meditation. Exactly. So again, not that I could meditate in there, but if I had a gone, maybe done a 
15 minutes beforehand and like calmed myself and, or prepared, like you said, maybe times three, that would have been better. Cause it wasn't all bad. It just wasn't what I expected. I expected to go in there. The guy's like a lot of people sleep. So I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep. Most, most stress and most anxiety and most, really most things that go wrong in people's lives are because of expectations. Your expectation was I was going to sleep. So when that didn't happen, you were like, well, fuck, what's going on? And then your mind started racing, yeah. right? So I think he kind of gave me that expectation. He did. Because he did. I didn't think initially when I went in there, I wasn't like, oh, look at all these sleeping, floating people. I was like, that's probably not safe. I don't know why I thought that because <laughs> clearly you're not sinking. But then when he's like, yeah, most people sleep. And I was like, okay, after work, I'm stressed, had a stressful day. A little nap would do me good. Right. And, yeah. and then again, so then I made, I wrapped my head around, like, I, I need to go to sleep. And like, like we said, if you're watching the clock at night, trying to go to sleep, or if your brain's going crazy, mm-hmm. you're trying to force your brain to do something, you're just not going to do it. Or you're going to be stressed about it. I may have fallen asleep a couple times. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm not sure if like, it was just when I said my brain went to weird places. I don't exactly remember where it went, but I would remember like, I would be floating there and feeling relaxed. And all of a sudden, like, feel like I had to bring myself back. Like, I was I was thinking of nonsense. Like you know when you dr- you have dreams that are just nonsense? Tell me about the nonsense. I I don't know. It'd be like me like walking walking down like a gravel road eating a cupcake. Like it it, it just nonsense. Mm, like I I don't cupcakes. know exactly. I can't give an exact example. And you had no control of the nonsense that you're No thinking. control, but that's This is the fucked but up this part. This is what I'm saying is that that's how I feel when I'm dreaming. There's sometimes your dreams take you to these most the most nonsensical places and you don't have control of them and then eventually you wake up and eventually those 60 minutes are going to be over and the lights are going to come back on and the music's going to come back on. And life is just going to resume. I just, I didn't get scared that I was going to go fucking crazy in there at all. No. My my worries were the claustrophobia, which was quickly taken away with the high ceilings and um, making sure I had control. As Mark said, like having some sort of control is important. So once I realized I can open the door and I can get out or I can press the button and the lights will come on, I was okay. So as a, anyway, as I was saying before, it took me a little while to figure out how to fully relax. And it finally, I don't know how it happened, but all of a sudden I felt my ears go into the water. Were your ears in the water? Well, I told you my big ear hole, which I thought was small, <laughs> clearly went in because one of my ear, my earbuds, they were, or whatever they're called, came out. And then again, then it was almost tickling though, because the water was getting in. But yeah, yeah they did go in. And I, once I got rid of the pillow, because like, I switched it up and that's another thing too. He's like, try all the arms. Right. Try the I put, different arms. Exactly. And, and I did find a couple that were more comfortable, but again, it's just that whole fidgety, busy brain that I think, I think if I did it again, it would probably be better. And, and a third time it would be better. I agree with that. I just think that you need to be more prepared going in. And I think having a better idea of what to expect, like you said, the whole expectations don't expect maybe to sleep or just go in there. And I just, just don't know how they would prepare you better though. I really don't. Cause I think it would be a very different experience for everyone. It, it definitely would like anything is for me personally. Like I said, I think if I did that pre relaxation of some sort, like if I went in yeah. and just calmed myself, cause again, we ran in from traffic mm-hmm. and then we, again, from a work day, from a busy, like go, go, go work day. And then now it's like, okay, jump into this black water soaking <laughs> tank where you're going to float. And again, it, it was hard, but I do see the benefits and I definitely see the benefits of, you know, floating with zero 
impact on any of your joints. Like I, I do see that as being Ooh, super I wanna talk about relaxing. That. Are you going to go there? I became very aware of my left ankle. I don't know if this happened to you at all. Like, for example, I know that you've had a dislocated shoulder. I don't mm-hmm. remember which shoulder. Both. You're right. But oh, you've, oh, you just look at a boat. Both. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've had numerous sprains to my left ankle. The reason I started to laugh is because you were there for <laughs> one of them. <laughs> we won't go there, but it was hilarious. Numerous sprains. Uh, no, I, I actually want to go there. Oh my gosh, there were two. <laughs> I'm thinking of two. Th- oh, you were there for two of them, my injuries? I'm thinking of one in the winter, walking up the street. The one street. in the winter. <laughs> that was uh, dramatic. Uh, Tabitha and I were, uh, we actually went to the same high school for the last year that we were in high school. And we were running because somebody was picking us up and she was picking us up from a gas station. So we were running because we were late, as we (laughs) always were, to get our ride. Me? And yeah, you? No, (laughs) never. Um, And I slipped on some ice and I (laughs) fell. And this was an ankle I'd, I'd previously injured. So I get I had an inversion sprain and the pain was so intense, I blacked out. I completely in the collapsed the in the middle of the road. Not and on the sidewalk. Tabitha picked me up by my belt loop. I did. She's like, get the fuck off the road. I and don't she think I cursed. Up. <laughs> I did get you up off she the road. She dragged me off the middle of the road. Anyway, that ankle was hurting for the first little bit of the float. And I don't know if it's because, I get like Mark said, you've got no other, yeah. no stimulation, nothing. I became very aware of my left ankle. And this ankle doesn't bother me day to day. I don't notice it. I don't feel it. No problems. But like I know it has really almost zero mobility. Anytime I've ever gone for therapy on my ankle, it doesn't move. It There's so much scar tissue. It's a disaster. I, honestly, I still can't believe that you guys are still cool with this whole thing. <laughs> Especially because you're telling me like you you're 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 becoming more aware of of your body. Yes. Okay, fine. You're becoming aware of your body in a very superficial kind of way. What if you became aware of yourself in a very fucking deep kind of way? Like that's just altering. Like I, I don't. I'm gonna stand over here. I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Mark should not go floating. Exactly. Um, it is not for everybody. I would no, definitely I, say that. I don't think it is for everybody. I can see some people really freaking out in there because they're like I said in the very beginning. I did freak out for, you know, a hot minute when I thought I was locked in there and this was the end of time. And, you know, I started to see like the character from the movie Saw coming to murder oh, me. Like I, yeah, I had I'm some, glad I did not see. Yeah, some it fucked up shit going good. through my head. But once I realized, okay, everything opens and the lights go on when I want them to. And you know what? This really is Yeah, but you don't, you don't think you, you could ever get to the point where you, where you see all these things and you can't snap out of, well... Th- the lights are going to come on soon and I'm going to get my car soon and go home soon. You don't think I can ever I, go so deep down the fucking rabbit I hole? But I really don't. And if you do, you probably shouldn't go there. You go. might already be predisposed to some kind of crazy ailment that I don't know about. <laughs> I know. I want to, I kind of want to know where your mind goes. I kind of want you to go and then I want to no, talk about I that. No, I don't want, I just, just I getting inside of Mark's head day to day is a terrifying thing. So I don't think he should float. I don't want to go there at all. <laughs> no, again, it's not for everybody, but it was, the claustrophobia thing was huge for me. And that was, like you said, the high ceilings helped. Yeah, I don't know sure. if the smaller tank would have worked. I think I'd be a little intimidated. I'd mm-hmm. have to see it to know. Um, it's really small. The I've, whole sensory deprivation. I do think I almost would like the lights on for longer just to get more comfortable with it, which I could have controlled. You could have I could have turned that, them back yeah. on, which I didn't. Um, but... 
And then again, the whole 60 minute thing, like you said, you get used to the time thing. So I think it could be beneficial. I think it could be beneficial. I do think it'll be, it, it could take longer for some. And I'm um, definitely one of them. And Mark should, is probably one of them as well. Other than being a little bit cold and in a not being able to get out of your mind, would you do it again? I think I would. I think I would do it, like I said, maybe in a less chaotic time, during a less chaotic mm-hmm. time, although I see the benefits of why people do it during that. But yeah, I think I would give it another try. I'm not eager to. And, <laughs> and you know, when you look at the price, this was a freebie. And I always want to make sure that, you know, if you're paying for something, it's something that you really want. So the fact that it was f- this was free and I tried it and, and I, and again, parts of it I enjoyed. I don't know if, if I would pay... I think it was $89 for a float. Oh, I don't remember. Can I ask you a question? What what about it did you, made a bigger, I won't say enjoy, what about it made a bigger impact on you? The mental state that you went into, uh, just being aware of your, your, your mind and how your mind is working or whatever you're doing, your to-do list, or the physical part of it, the floating, the being weightless, like what, what had a bigger impact? On I you? really did like the weightless zero gravity. Yeah, yeah. That was so you guys really were way more cool. into what the physical side of it was. A hundred percent for me. That was the, the unique, yeah. interesting part. Like, again, even when I went in you talked about this, Amanda, when you said like, you have to let, I mean, your body automatically floats, but just like being able to push your arm down and it just comes right back up. That was just such a well, unique and, experience. And letting go. Like I said, yeah. you're, you're used to having to put some effort into floating oh, like it's yeah. not like you just lay on top of water and yeah. that's it you can go to sleep um it did take a little while for me as I said I, I was very aware of this like tension I was feeling in the left side of my neck and all of a sudden I guess it just went away and my ears went into the water and at that point I could really relax because I was just then the only sense or yeah the only stimulation I had was the sound of my breath because my ears were in the water. So I could hear mm-hmm. myself breathing mm-hmm. and that became really relaxing, just listening to myself breathe. So then I started trying to like take very, very deep breaths and like listen to the rhythm of my breathing. And I did get really relaxed. And there were points where I may have fallen asleep. I'm not sure, but I would always wake up and like bring myself back to like, I'm in a completely dark chamber floating in water. It's so interesting. For, Sorry, go ahead. So for you, it was also the physical, I had a bigger impact on you than the mental side of it? I think so. Yeah, that breathing thing. That's really funny that you say that. I did the exact same thing. Again, once you allow yourself to like float and and you acknowledge that, and then I would have a moment, like like I said, where I reminded myself I'm in this small thing and and then I would do the deep breathing and I would have moments of, I did have some complete moments of relaxation. Yeah, I did. I did. Again, I didn't have 60 minutes of that, (laughs) but I did have some and I would... I would, I would do it again, again, if I had to pay $90 and I'm not just saying this cause I'm on, you know, two massage therapists and a microphone, but I think I would spend that on a massage. You'd go get a massage. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I think I would do. <clears throat> well, that also makes more sense. If, if you were more in tune with the physical that was happening anyway, then why not go get something done that is all about the physical? But see, that was only the first float. So yes, maybe I was more in tune with the physical because I don't think I completely learned how to shut off my brain. I would like to do that. I would like to learn more about how to do that. And I think this could help you. I just think you'd, it'd be an investment of time and money. (laughs) Um, 
to doing it and just again relaxing like I said meditation you don't just a lot of people naturally don't just meditate I have no everything I have practice. no idea how to meditate no. I will be completely honest like I've I've tried meditation I mean I practice like visualization which I guess is in some ways meditation but not really because you're still really controlling your mind and I'm not sure if if you're in a like complete meditative state if you're controlling your mind whereas with visualization I think you you still are in control of your mind um, but I, I mean, I've tried to meditate and my mind wanders. Mm-hmm. Why would you ever want to turn off your mind? Like this heart, I was just blown away from the beginning. Like I don't get it. Yeah, but you have the most, bi- I mean, you talked about this in the podcast that just happened. You never shut off. You never shut down. And well, yeah. And that, that works for you, I guess. I need to shut down sometime. I don't want to shut down. I, I don't. I don't want to lose control of how I think. We were talking in the hallway on the way up here about mushrooms, and I'm like, I would never take mushrooms because I don't want to fucking hallucinate. I don't yeah. want to lose parts of my mind. I don't want to feel like I'm not in, in in that type of control. You can't go into anything like a sensory deprivation or like doing mushrooms. If we're gonna go there, you can't go into anything like that um, with fear. Or otherwise, that's the experience. It you're is true, have, right? It's those you expectations, to, like you yeah. said. You go in with those expectations, and and you're going. Your mind will make sure you have that, like so, that experience. So, so is this shit in the waiver that you guys signed? I don't even know like, what's in it. <laughs> I think it's like if you drown while sleeping, which you won't do. Me personally, I don't remember what was in the waiver. I don't. I don't rem. I, I actually did read it. I, I don't was remember it anything now. like. And uh, no, I don't remember anything like. Yeah, you know, what was it? You know I, mean, I want to go back. Beware, psychotic thoughts no, can emerge. No. Like. Catch something from the tank. I don't know, actually. What was in that way? To me, that's dangerous if they don't put stuff like that in. What do I know? Fuck. I have a podcast. I yeah, I have. I, I think have we need no to get idea. him in a sensory deprivation tank. You know what else? And, and after you did this, yes, I watch Hawaii Five O. I was watching an episode of Hawaii Five O, and my favorite character on that bad boy, Steve McGarrett, he got thrown into a sensory deprivation tank, and then he started to hallucinate like crazy. Yeah, but he and was thrown in there for torture. I'm just saying, you guys went involuntarily. <laughs> Who's to say that shit that can't happen to you when you go to voluntarily do it? Does it? 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 it, it I don't see how it's all that different, to be honest with you. And then that dude started to hallucinate, and then his sympathetic nervous system spiked, and uh, yeah, almost died. But that's a TV show. But anyway. But you're also a different, you know how you always say athletes are a different being? You're a different being. Okay. From the day that we ever met, you said, if I ever am convicted of something and have to go to jail... Just kill me. I, I mean, I'm happier to like find myself in northern Ontario in the bush somewhere. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that yeah, might be I think your fear would definitely get in the way of you relaxing. Um, I'd be intrigued. I would do it again. Yeah, I, I think I would do it again too. Un, like I said, under different circumstance, circumstances, I would do it again. Well, for anybody that's listening, if you want to try it out, I don't think there's any real danger. Maybe read the waiver better than Tabitha and I did, but I don't think there's any real danger. Um, you are in control. You can get out. And I didn't. I didn't feel that it was complete sensory deprivation. I really didn't. I was very aware that I was in water. You know, yes, mm-hmm. you have this feeling of zero gravity and weightlessness, but if I wiggled my fingers, I was very aware that I was in water. I could hear the sound of my breath. I, I, I don't know. I felt very alert and aware, and maybe that's because I wasn't doing it right, but I don't think there's any danger of going crazy. No, I agree. 
We're going to agree to disagree on this one. All right. We'll agree to disagree. And with that, I think that is a wrap for tonight because I would rather just have a drink and uh, hang out on this bet no let's let's move to the living room this is getting weird i'm good with that (laughs) well thank you everybody for listening on friday night you've been listening to two massage therapists and a microphone adios